Hi, I'm Paddy Billington, and welcome to episode 10 of the Visit Scarborough podcast. Coming up in this episode, I speak to Simon Kershaw from the Bike and Boot Inn. It's one of Scarborough's newest hotels. It's a very, very special place to stay. Find out all you need to know with Simon in just a few moments on episode 10 of the Visit Scarborough podcast. Also this week, our gem is the buildings and gardens that are the legacy of one very important person in Scarborough's history, Alfred Shuttleworth. Discover the Shuttleworth Gardens, the Clock Tower, and also the Red Court building, which you may know from a very well-known ITV drama. More on that very soon. Also, our question on our social media pages this week for the podcast, where do you go when it rains in Scarborough? That plus the latest tourism news on episode 10 of the increasingly popular Visit Scarborough podcast with me, Paddy Billington. And as always, I'd like to start with a thank you for listening to and downloading the Visit Scarborough podcast. It's great to reach this first milestone, our 10th episode, and I'm happy to report we've now had thousands of downloads of the podcast, including 100% five-star reviews on iTunes. That is massively appreciated. Please, please subscribe to the Visit Scarborough podcast wherever you get your pod from and where you get the opportunity. Please leave a review as well. It is so useful in helping us get the podcast out there. Right, without further ado, let's meet this week's guest, Simon Kershaw, Brand Development Director at Bike and Boot Inns. Simon, great to have you on the Visit Scarborough podcast. Firstly, before we find out more about your very special hotel in Scarborough, what did you make of Boris Johnson's announcement, the roadmap out of lockdown? We'd all really hoped that we would probably be open for Easter, but I think it was it was eternal optimism on my behalf there. Uh, and my first response was disappointment, uh, but having thought about it i think it's the right thing to do because what we don't want is another lockdown so i would rather wait and know that we're going to be open and we can continue to trade and not have the stop start situation and also i think we all have to remind ourselves without the vaccine what would it look like then yeah so uh, you know yeah i think i think as far as it goes, I think it's the right thing to do. Now, the Bike and Boot Inn is situated in a building that's been around for a long, long time. It used to be a different hotel, of course. What makes the Bike and Boot Inn so different from other accommodation providers in Scarborough? For those who aren't familiar with the concept, what makes it unique? Well, the Bike and Boot is a new rural stroke leisure brand. And the idea is this is aimed at people who want to get away for one, two, three nights, more if, if they feel like it. And it's very informal. We have no reception. You check in uh, on a terminal. Uh, in the residence lounge, you help yourself to hot drinks. We bring cake out in the afternoon that's free for our, our residents. Uh, we have an honesty bar in the lounges. So you, it's like going to stay with friends who have a big house in the country. We also have fairly unique facilities. We have a, a designated internal bike store, which is secure, a bike service area, a bike wash area, surfboard storing, wetsuit drying, dog wash with a professional dog bath, bath, professional grooming tables, which are, are, to our knowledge, unique in the UK. Uh, The food, the Bereka, which is open to residents and non-residents, is open all day. We do small plates, so sort of tapas style. We do pizza, pasta, grills, coffee, cake, cocktails. So the the Bereka is, is, the restaurant is more commercial it's more like a city center type offering than you would normally get in the countryside 
so the first one is in Scarborough. We're, we're building one at the moment in the Peak District, uh, which will open next March, uh, March 15th, actually, next year. Uh, so it, we, we're trying to create something that is, is fit for purpose now, and we felt way better than Scarborough to start because such an amazing town, amazing diversity of visitors, and it's got everything. You know, when you list down what Scarborough has, it's hard to find what it hasn't got. What sounds brilliant about what you say, and, and it's even in the name, isn't it, Bike and Boot Inn, this is a place that is going to be very welcoming to those who are outdoor-minded, people who love the great outdoors. Cycling, we have the cinder track here. Surfing, we have the sea here. Walking, we have incredible places to walk here. Yeah, but also people who just want to get away. They just want to chill out somewhere that's very informal. Um, we all love going to very smart hotels and boutique hotels, and no one more than myself likes to get spoiled in these places. But but we're not about that. We're about kicking back, relaxing. You don't have to wear lycra. You don't have to carry a surfboard. You don't have to do that. If you just want to come, snooze in a chair, drink coffee, eat cake, look at the sea, you know, that's that's what we're all about. We're about informality, fun, casual great place to stay for a couple of nights or more great uh, we're going to chat more shortly because i've got to ask you about those very special blinds in many of the rooms uh, my guest this week is simon kershaw from the bike and boot inn in scarborough right now on episode 10 of the visit scarborough podcast your replies to this question on our social media pages what do you do on a rainy day in scarborough well, on our Facebook page, George Howarth says the bar in the Grand Hotel. That sounds like a good idea. Steve Davis says at this moment in time, nowhere. But when open up again, for me, I go to any pub I see. It's been a long time, so hopefully this will be happening real soon. Dawn Roads on a rainy day. If I'm with the family, then we either go to the Sea Life Centre, the arcades, swimming, bowling, harbour bar or cinema. If it's just me and hubby, then either Lord Nelson Pub or the Newcastle Packet. Nice meal somewhere and then to snuggle in a nice big bed at the Royal Hotel overlooking the sea. I love Scarborough. I got married and had my honeymoon there. It is such a special place for me. Margaret Bell says, I visit Scarborough for personal reasons, so it doesn't really matter what the weather is doing. We still do the usual routine of fish and chips, walking along the front and probably an ice cream. Scarborough is Scarborough, whatever the weather. And we've got a couple of tweets to at Scarborough UK. That's where you can find us on Twitter. Uh, Chris Gregory says we used to go near the pumping station on Marine Drive in the shelters when it rained Uh, but uh, best thing to do is wrap up with a good brolly and have a walk around the front between the bays but another great rainy day is to enjoy in a beach hut but that's a best kept secret kettle custard creams and a sea view with the doors open I mean Chris that does sound absolutely amazing there's something quite special about those beach chalets and when the weather's bad you've got the shelter you've still got that incredible view and often you'll have the whole area to yourself because everyone else will just disappear. I mean, that does sound wonderful, doesn't it? I tell you what would be perfect. A lovely warm summer's day with a heavy downpour late afternoon. Everyone disappears. You've got the whole place to yourself. You can just snuggle in your beach, Charlie. That does sound fantastic. Enjoying hot drinks and some snacks. Well, thank you so much for those comments. We'll do some more very soon. What do you do on a rainy day in Scarborough? Not that we have them, obviously. Don't have rainy days here says me looking out the window and it's uh, pouring down and very windy outside right let's speak more now to simon kershaw my guest this week from the bike and boot inn in scarborough one of scarborough's newest hotels now i want to talk to you about these fantastic blinds you've got some very special blinds in some of your rooms tell us more 
the blinds are really interesting, actually, because Woodend Creative Centre and the and the uh, Scarborough Art Gallery have been incredibly supportive. And we were talking about uh, did they have any of the old Scarborough tourism posters from the twenties? You know, the classic, classic stuff. And and it turns out, I, I'm sure they'll correct me if I'm wrong. I think they've got four thousand or more of these stored away. So Simon, who's the curator there very kindly sort of went through and selected some that we could use. And they were they were brilliant. And, and I, in fact, now I, I believe they're going to have some printed so you can actually go and buy them yourself and have them at home. But we thought it would be a lovely idea when you pull the blind down in the room to see this 1920s, 1930s Scarborough poster, visit Scarborough, visit Yorkshire Coast. And they proved to be probably the one thing that people remember more than anything else. You know, the, we want our rooms, again, to be, the views are incredible, the sea-facing rooms, stunning views. And, and it's great, even in winter, you can you can sit in one of the rooms and just watch the waves crashing in and wonder how watch the fog rolling off the cliffs of some Filey and, and down the coast into the sea. And it was extraordinary. You know, we, we have all that on the doorstep. And there's so much to do in Scarborough, isn't there? Let's face it. Yeah, yeah. And, and that's the other thing about the Bike and Boot Hotel. I mean, your location is just perfect, isn't it? You've got the views over the South Bay, very close to the Spa Bridge, beautiful bridge, beautiful architecture. You've got the Rotunda Museum, quite literally a stone's throw, very old stone, you could say, because it's all about fossils and things. Um, but you're also in the heart of the town centre as well, so great for uh, public transport links too, for people travelling in by train or bus. You've you kind of got it all. It must be the envy of, of, of a lot of places. We were very surprised last summer. And, you know, the, the bizarre thing is we've only been open for 15 weeks in our first year, which, which sounds crazy. But anyway, that's that's the fact. But we had a lot of people coming up from London on the train and bringing their bikes and their kids to the station, walking down from the station, staying, going back on the train. And we, we'd never planned that. It just It just happened. But it was great to see a lot of people coming by train. Uh, and, of course, that harks back to the Victorian times, doesn't it, when, when the trains would pull in with thousands and thousands of people. Yeah. So really exciting. Yeah, that's great. And, and in terms of things getting back to normal then, have bookings been good? And are you hopeful for, for you know, a really positive future for Scarborough in the next uh, months and years? I think, I think you know, we in the recent Chancellor announced support for Scarborough recently in the budget. I think the plans that the, the, the council have for the town centre, the investment that's already coming into Scarborough uh, is accelerating. I think the future for Scarborough is great staycations. And, and the great thing is we have in Scarborough every level of accommodation that you might want. You know, we've got some great big bees, the hotels, you've got all that going on. So there's something for everybody. And our booking certainly from 17th of May onwards, uh, are looking very, very strong. I, I think we ha- all have to hold our breath for the 12th of April, the next announcement from the Prime Minister in terms of how things are progressing and whether we can continue. Of course, we'll have to continue with the COVID safety measures through to, I think, from memory, it's 21st of June, some, something like that. And I think, uh, you know, I think a lot of us, we, we've kind of got used to it now. People have got used to wearing masks, have got used to sanitising, and I think a lot of the sanitising and the cleaning regimes will become just standard forever. Uh, and, and that's a good thing. Yeah. I'm not sure I want to wear a mask forever, but um, <laughs> I'm looking forward to actually taking the mask off. That'll be great. Yeah. And, and final question. The question that we've put out on our Visit Scarborough social media pages for the podcast this week is, 
It's raining in Scarborough, which it kind of is this week. You know, what do you do on a rainy day in Scarborough? I mean, the bike and boot sounds like a great place to go and have a bit of cake in the afternoon. But um, aside from that, where would you well, where would you, you go on a rainy day in Scarborough? You mentioned Woodend. Uh, Woodend is fantastic. You know, Woodend Studios, there's always something going up there. The Rotunda Museum. And again, I'm sure I'm right in saying the first free to public museum in the world is in Scarborough. And, and when you look at, they talk about the Jurassic Coast down south, our Scarborough Coast, fossil hunting, all that sort of, it's raining, just get your gear on, go down on the beach and crack a few rocks open and find some ammonites or something. It, it, there's just so many things to do. There's SeaWorld, there's the Alpamare Swimming Centre, and it, you go on and on and on and on. And people say, what do you do? Well, of course, it never does rain in Scarborough, so it's never really a problem. You know, we don't have that. But should it rain in Scarborough? There's so much to do and to occupy yourself with. We just love it. Well, thank you so much for your time. Thanks for being on episode 10 of the uh, Visit Scarborough podcast and and all the best for the season. Thank you very much. Good to speak to you. You're listening to episode 10 of the Visit Scarborough podcast. Coming up this week's gem, which is the buildings and gardens that are the legacy of one very important man in Scarborough, Alfred Shuttleworth. First, though, thank you for all the comments on our social media pages on this topic. What do you do on a rainy day in Scarborough? Well, Gordon McNeil goes to the Harbour Bar, farriers all the golden ball. Fabulous. And Lorraine Goodchild says, well, firstly, I get parked up at Seacliff Road Car Park. Now, this is near the Holbeck Landslip here on the South Cliff in Scarborough. She then goes on to say that she enjoys a hot chocolate overlooking one of the best views of Scarborough there before heading up to St. Mary's Church for a tea and scone. She says, with my best friend Kay. Then it's on to Pizone Park with my umbrella for a stroll and to feed the squirrels. Then on to the seafront for a Pappas fish and chips before heading home with sad face as I hate leaving my favourite place. What a great comment. Thank you so much, Lorraine. Amanda Shelbourne says, we go to Rotunda Museum. The history of Scarborough is awesome. When we finish looking around the museum, we go to the Grand Hotel and have a cup of tea and cream cakes overlooking the view of Scarborough and listening to the music of This Is The Coast, the radio station. And we love it. Well, thank you, Amanda. I present uh, the breakfast show on This Is The Coast, the radio station, so I'm doubly pleased to read out that comment. Thank you. And Lillian Knowles says, usually uh, we save the rainy days for doing a bit of shopping and then a lovely scone and a cup of coffee at the Clock Cafe in Scarborough. We'll do some more of those comments very soon and don't forget to follow Visit Scarborough on Facebook, on Twitter and on Instagram too. Now for this week's gem, I'm going to hand over to, or myself actually, and something I recorded earlier, just around the corner here on the South Cliff. It's a windy and damp afternoon on the South Cliff in Scarborough and I'm just around the corner from home recording this week's gem inside a very old wooden shelter. Now these are the Shuttleworth Gardens named after Alfred Shuttleworth and you're going to hear his name a lot as we talk about this little corner of Scarborough. Now he was a wealthy businessman from Lincoln and when he came to Scarborough he bought Red Courts. Now you might not have heard of it but you might recognise it if you've seen the ITV series The Royal. Redcourt played the hospital in the 1960s TV show. Now, opposite Redcourt, over 100 years ago, there was a building on the spot I'm standing now called Holbeck Hurst. Now, Alfred wanted a better sea view from his building. So he bought Holbeck Hurst, had it demolished, and built these beautiful gardens. At the time, he called them Redcourt Gardens. And as well as being very attractive gardens, they also gave Alfred fantastic views down the coastline as far as Filey Brig and beyond. In 1911, to mark the coronation of King George V, 
Alfred Shuttleworth also donated to the people of Scarborough the clock tower, one of Scarborough's iconic landmarks and one of my favourite buildings to photograph here on the South Cliff in Scarborough. When Alfred decided to leave Scarborough, he also donated these gardens to the town and they were renamed from Redcore Gardens to the Shuttleworth Gardens. Now this shelter still remains to this day. And what's really nice about these gardens is there is a sensory garden here. Raised flower beds, lots of herbs, great for people with limited sight to still be able to enjoy exploring the gardens. Also in the 1930s, a miniature rock garden was created. It's known these days as the fairy garden and next to a gate there is a post box where children from all across Scarborough write letters to fairies and guess what they get replied to as well. As well as the flower beds and herbs and trees there's also a couple of lawns as well and although you're not supposed to play ball games here it is a lovely place to relax with the family and have a picnic on a decent day. The Red Court, now apartments, is still a breathtakingly beautiful very well-kept building and of course the clock tower is such a beautiful place to spend a bit of time as well. And one more fact about Alfred Shuttleworth, which I only learned this morning. He obviously really did appreciate his views in Scarborough. Not only did he have a building demolished here to create better views down the coast, he also bought the Warwick Revolving Tower, one of a number of revolving towers which popped up at various seaside resorts around the UK in the late 1800s and early 1900s. Scarborough's was situated fairly close to the castle. A lot of locals saw it as an eyesore. This great big tower, a man-made scar on the beautiful topography of the castle headland in Scarborough. Alfred Shuttleworth bought the Warwick Revolving Tower and had it demolished to improve the views for the people of Scarborough. Amazing. So this week's gem, the buildings and gardens of this part of Scarborough. And a thank you to Alfred Shuttleworth. Yeah, when things are back to normal and you're allowed to revisit Scarborough, I highly recommend visiting that part of the South Cliff. This is episode 10 of the Visit Scarborough podcast. We'll finish this episode with more of your comments on what to do on a rainy day. But first, some tourism news. Scarborough's Stephen Joseph Theatre will reopen its doors to the public on Monday the 17th of May with the first live show a day later. The theatre will reopen with the first UK dates of a new tour of the highly acclaimed The Greatest Play in the History of the World. It's a one-woman show written by Ian Kershaw and performed by the brilliant former Coronation Street and Broadchurch star Julie Hesmanhalsh. And that'll be from the 18th to the 22nd of May. Meanwhile, Scarborough Town Centre is to get a green makeover to help with its recovery from COVID-19 when lockdown restrictions are eased. Dozens of trees are going to be planted along Westborough and Newborough. That's the precinct area. But on top of that, new wayfinding signs, including maps and digital kiosks, is going to be installed as well. Uh, work is expected to start this month. And alongside the physical signage, there'll be a new bespoke wayfinding app with a series of self-guided trails and interactive games. And that app is designed to help you, the visitor, easily navigate around Scarborough. And it'll showcase our key entertainment venues, attractions and places of interest as well. Finally, on episode 10 of the Visit Scarborough podcast, a few more of your comments on what you like to do on a rainy day in Scarborough. A bit like we've got right now as I record the podcast. Rachel Bestwick says, walk to St Mary's Church for coffee and cake and then carry on to the castle with umbrellas. Rain doesn't really bother us. If we're in Scarborough, it's our favourite place. We can't wait to visit again. Fingers crossed for August. That on our Facebook page and over on Instagram. Antonium says, it depends on which bay I'm in. Usually it's North Bay and I will go to the cafe down near the beach for a hot chocolate. 
and Fendi Bag Lady says the slot machines, then Lord Rosebury, the pub. Please make sure you subscribe to the Visit Scarborough podcast wherever you get your podcast from, and it will be so useful if you could leave a review as well. The Visit Scarborough podcast is an MPB production. I look forward to speaking to you again on episode 11. Bye for now. Listener.